expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 16 points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,536 on turnover of 1.9 billion NT. Most shares in Asia were subdued yesterday as a holiday in the U.S. led to a slow start for global stock markets. Investors were still awaiting minutes from the last Federal Reserve meeting for a hint of what's to come for inflation and interest rate changes. Migrants' rights groups rallied outside the executive yuan in Taipei yesterday to demand the government overturn what they called discriminatory obstacles faced by workers who vacation in their home countries. Dozens of migrant workers, led by the Migrants' Empowerment Network in Taiwan and the Domestic Caretakers' Union Taoyuan, held up banners and placards, urging the government to abolish complicated border regulations that they say target blue-collar migrant workers. The DCU secretary says that unlike foreign white-collar professionals and Taiwanese, blue-collar migrant workers have always needed to apply for a re-entry permit from the National Immigration Agency to re-enter Taiwan and are required to enter Taiwan by the expiration date on the permit. In addition, when the migrant worker arrives in Taiwan, they are not allowed to leave the airport on their own and must be signed for and collected by their employer or an individual assigned by the employer. In international news, a new 6.4-magnitude earthquake has killed three people and injured more than 200 in parts of Turkey laid waste two weeks ago by a massive quake that killed tens of thousands. Officials say more buildings collapsed, trapping some people, while scores of injuries were recorded in neighboring Syria, too. Monday's earthquake was centered in the town of Daphne in Turkey's Hatay province, one of the worst-hit regions in the magnitude 7.8 quake that hit on February 6. It was felt across the region and followed by a second magnitude 5.8 tumbler. Rescue efforts are underway in three collapsed buildings where six people were believed trapped. The U.S. Supreme Court is set to hear a landmark case that could transform the Internet. Gonzalez v. Google is being brought by the family of a woman killed by an ISIS gunman in Paris in 2015. It will tackle whether tech companies should be liable for harmful content promoted by their algorithms. 
Kate Fisher reports in Washington. Almost eight years after the death of Nohemi Gonzalez, her family is seeking justice not from the man who took her life, but from Google's YouTube. The family argues that while the platform may not be liable for the content of users' posts, they should be liable for what their algorithms promote. They contend that by recommending ISIS-related content, YouTube helped to recruit for the terrorist group, violating US laws against aiding and abetting terrorists. At stake is Section 230, a federal law that says that tech platforms aren't liable for what their users choose to post. It was written in 1996, years before the founding of most modern tech giants. But many have found that it shields them from culpability over the posts, photos and videos that people share on their services. Kate Fisher, Washington. Egypt's Ministry of Tourism and Antiquities has unveiled a newly renovated wing of its oldest museum. The new museum is home to a 16-meter-long papyrus scroll unearthed last year. The refurbishment marks the first stage of broader renovations for the 120-year-old museum in downtown Cairo. The new papyrus contains around 113 spells from the Book of the Dead. The museum also has added modern glass protection and new interior lighting. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.